Welcome to Mission Control, Peralta Design's podcast on all things branding and digital marketing. Since 2008, Peralta Design has launched hundreds of brands with award-winning identities and websites. Join our hosts Ramon and Jorge as they use decades of combined experience to tackle topics with past clients, industry partners, and the rest of the PD crew. At Peralta Design, we launch brands. But for now, let's launch right into this episode of Mission Control. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mission Control, where we respect the grind and reclaim the American dream. I am your host, Ramon Peralta from Peralta Design, and we launch brands. Very excited today. I have someone that really knows how to make people look good and look the part. Uh, She is an image consultant, a men's style expert, a coach, a speaker, and someone that I had the the joy of being on a panel with, and that's how I met her. It was a panel on branding. Please join me in welcoming Miss Tavia Sharp. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, there we go. I'm just trying out the new clapping sound. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks for being here, Tavia. And am I pronouncing it right? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Yeah, it, uh, it's actually Tavia. Long Tavia. A, thanks for asking that. Yes, yes, Tavia. So like Octavia, Tavia. Mm-hmm. Without the Oc, perfect. Without the yep. Oc, yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh, and Sharp, you couldn't ask for a better last name for what you do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say, is that your real last name? And it's funny how many times I get asked that, but yes, it is my real last name. I was born with that name. <laughs> All right, great. So we got that, we got that settled. So Tell, tell our, our audiences, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners and, and um, you know, we talk about launching brands. I'm really excited to dive into this. Uh, tell us, tell us your backstory. How did, how did you, uh, how, you know, how do you get in, how did you get into this and, and why do you do it? Yes, um, I actually have a background in fashion. So I'm a fashion designer. I went to school for that and I ended up moving to New York, working in the fashion industry for some pity pretty big brands, uh, Calvin Klein, Macy's, Nautica. And I worked with some celebrities too and designing some some things for clothing lines. Uh, Neo and uh, Christy Teigen wore my, one of my swimwears that I used to design. I used to have my own line as well. So this is actually my second business. Wow. And the reason why I started doing this is really because um, I saw how much, you know, fashion and style played a part of my own life and, and my own, you know, confidence and, and empowerment. And I started doing a lot of work um, around personal development. And I thought, wow, you know, it's such an empowering concept when you think about what you wear and how you can feel when you look good, you feel good. And I thought, wow, I know how to teach people how to do this. Mm-hmm. And using my background in the fashion industry, working mostly in menswear, I thought, you know who needs help? Guys, (laughs) men need help, right? You know, um, a lot of people do what I do and they focus on helping women. I said, you know what? People ask me all the time, why do you work with men? I said, why not? You know, uh, everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to feel more confident and empowered. And so that's what I started to do. I, I really was mostly styling in the beginning but it turned into just really helping people build their image, their brand, and how they're showing up 
in their business, in their personal life, and really using this piece as a tool that you can get there pretty quickly. Yeah. Now, did you, from a young age, have this interest in, in dressing up? Did you wear like your mom's clothes or like, how did, how did you first realize this is, you wanted to get into fashion? Yeah. I mean, I did at a very young age, I was always into fashion and, um, you know, I started making clothes for my Barbie dolls and all my different toys that I had. And I always like pick out outfits for my mom and my dad, actually, I'd pick out outfits for them. Like, what should I wear to work today? And then I would, you know, pick out the clothes for, <laughs> for my mom. And I, so I always had a thing for fashion. I was very creative. I was always drawing. I had drawings all over my room. Um, and so I was always into art and things like that. And I think just with my own journey of, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. I was bullied as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, I was pretty shy and didn't feel very confident. And the, the guys would always bully me in school. And I felt like I didn't fit in. And so once I started looking at magazines and getting, you know, more interested in fashion, I started to realize, wow, like you open up these magazines, you look at these images of people and you just think, I want to feel like that. I want to look like that, you know, and I thought that's what I can do. Like I can take these creative skills that I have and actually use fashion to step into like that, this different version of yourself, you know, really feel confident and empowered. So that's, that's really where it began. Yeah. That's interesting. It's like a person at a canvas and the, the clothing or the accessories are like colors. And I'm sure you get into yes. composition and color and things like that. Yes, I do. Yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's unique. And I like to help people bring out their, you know, I, I always say it's it's your higher self. It's your next level self. It's in you, mm -hmm. right? You want to look and feel a certain way. And I just help you bring it out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that 2.0 version of yourself yep. that you're like, wow, how do I do that? And then I'm just pulling it out of you and creating it. You're the canvas and I'm the artist, right? And I'm designing the look that feels like you, but it's that next level version. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something about bullying in school and it made me think back of, you know, how much pressure kids put on each other. Like, like there are kids that miss school because they might not feel like they have the right outfit or the right shoes. Um, and, and the, the pressure that's put on, um, did you, um, lay out your outfits like the night before, like really know like what you were going to wear. Like I know for the first day of school, I used to do that. Um, and, and I do remember, you know, this is something I'm going off script a little because I remember having some superhero sneakers in my, in, in like a brown paper bag and I, and I brought them for gym and I didn't want to, I, it was elementary school for sure is uh, the school that I'm, I'm, I'm remembering only went up to the fourth grade, but I remember they weren't like name brand sneakers. So mm. I just kind of kept them hidden, but um, there, there is a lot of pressure put on, put on, on kids. And, and um, I guess as you grow up, um, it, it also, is it because people that, that idea of that first impression or people mm -hmm. are judging you on your appearance. There's a lot mm -hmm. to that, right. As it comes to, as it, as it relates to business as well, I imagine. Yeah. And it's wanting to feel accepted. Mm -hmm. Right. And a part of, you know, part of the group, a part of the crew. And I actually went to Catholic school, so I wore yeah, a uniform, uniform every day. Um, but I, it's interesting because when I work with people, you know, we always uncover some of these blocks because usually 
well, let's think about it. What we wear is really an extension of who we are. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a self-expression. It's your self image. It's how Mm -hmm. you view yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when I am doing that, even that discovery session with somebody, we're uncovering that stuff. Like what you just talked about, that's a block for somebody and Mm -hmm. why you're not showing up in a powerful way in your life and your business, you know, even, I mean, this goes really pretty big if you think about it, but when you dial it in and we get clear, then we can just say, oh, got it. That's where this stems from. Now we can just take that off. Like, like, <laughs> let's just rip that apart, throw that away. This is not who you are anymore. You know, this is about how you really want to be and mm-hmm. how you want to show up. And let's, let's start making it happen. And that's where the magic begins. That's some, it sounds, there's some therapy there. Like there's <laughs> a little bit. Like yes. People are like feeling not just great about their business but they're feeling better about themselves a hundred percent a hundred percent i mean it's so crazy when i talk to people like the before and then the after Mm -hmm. you know a lot of it is these the um the less tangible things but more the emotion uh, and then that emotion propels the other things but it is usually like wow i didn't know i could feel this good oh my god like it's it happens so quickly too, because other things, I always say this, other things take a long time. Now mm-hmm. I do those things too. I've done a ton of personal development. I've worked with a ton of coaches. I do, I have a fitness coach. Um, so all those things are important, but they take so much time, mm-hmm. right? This is something we can do like literally like yeah. so quickly. You can feel that transformation very fast. And so it's that, it's that empower, empowerment piece that's huge in yeah. propelling all the other things that happen. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about the, there's a double standard between men and women and, and you chose to focus on men. I like that. I like that you, you said, Hey, look, everybody's helping women dress up. Men need it too. I feel like women are under this pressure every day to like, you know, dress up and guys have this, they're at least the stereotype of guys. They can just roll out of bed and, and kind of go do their thing. But then you have the advent of, and I don't know if this was in the last 20 years or not, but the advent of like the metrosexual where it became like mm-hmm. more acceptable for a guy to get a manicure and a guy to like, you know, uh, be, be very well, uh, you know, uh, hair trimmed and, and, and styled. And, but there was a time I think in our, where it was kind of looked at as, as effeminate if you, if you took too much care of yourself. So mm-hmm. are you dealing with guys that have issues where they're, there's a generation. I know my dad used to kind of bust our chops. I, I'm the oldest of five. If if any one of the boys was like spending too much time in the mirror, we'd kind of hear, hear about it from mm-hmm. our dad. And you grow up with that baggage. And and I, I think, I'm you know, I could imagine you're dealing with that with some of your clients. Yeah, I do a little bit. And, and here's the thing, you know, um, I'm not, ever trying to make you something that you're not. Mm -hmm. My job is not to change you. Mm -hmm. My job is to bring out really that authentic version of you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people hide it, Mm -hmm. especially men. They hide it because Mm -hmm. of what you said, like, oh, I just want to fit in or I, you know, but, you know, who I work with mostly are entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are not here to fit in. You are here to stand out. You are here to be a thought leader. You are here to be somebody who thinks, I want to get to know that person. And fitting in isn't going to help you do that. So we have to pull that out. Like, what is that authentic version of you? What makes you feel 
you know, powerful? What makes you feel like, yeah, this is my power outfit. This is how I want to show up every day so that you can literally do that. <laughs> it is the energy behind it. Right. And so I, 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 I hear exactly what you're saying because I, yeah, I, I don't want to change people, you know, that's a great point. Cause we, I mean, we're out, you know, obviously we're, we're both in the branding world and we, 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 we encourage people to be themselves and be authentic, but I, I don't know. I, I wish like, like I turned, I recently turned 50, but I'm so like happy at this age. Cause I feel like if I want to wear sneakers with a blazer, I'll do it. And I don't care, but I know that there was a point in my, in my, even my adulthood where I was very much more conscious of exactly what you're saying. Like, are people, what are people going to think of me or look or say or whatever. And as you get older um, and you discover who you are and you get more comfortable with who you are, you, you just get mm -hmm. more confident, you know? And yes. It's so true. I, I mean, I'm the same. I wish you know? I could have done it earlier is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like when you start to do it now, you start to realize, you know, I just had, one of my clients, he's an executive coach mm -hmm. and he's pretty young. Right. And he was saying, I didn't know that this was in my way, but until somebody pointed it out, because I, I'm not getting the clients that I want, I'm not getting that high caliber client that I want. I'm not charging enough in my business. And he got passed over for an opportunity because they looked at his website and they're like, mm, we don't think that he's qualified. We don't think he's going to be able to do the job. And it was right. for a pretty big leadership role for a coach position. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh no, like this is hurting, literally hurting my business because when people Google you, when people look you up, what's the first thing that they see? You know, that's what we have to be thinking about. It's the things that people are thinking and not saying to you. Right. So when they are looking at your websites, when they're looking at your social profiles, um, wherever you are online, whether you're showing up at a digital net, digital event. Um, I mean, look, we're all online these days. This is how mm -hmm. we function. And mm -hmm. if you're not showing up and putting your best foot forward, you're getting passed up for opportunities. I'm telling you right now, you just yeah. don't know about it because they're not telling you. So, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> now, I, I want to talk a bit about how you're, you're, you you mentioned briefly the discovery document or the discovery phase. Pre-COVID, what was it? What was a typical engagement like with a, with a client? And then how has that changed? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I've changed a little bit. I did work about 50-50 with clients virtually or online, you know, on Zoom. Um, and then the other, you know, 50%, I would meet in person, um, was doing coaching and consulting as well. But now it's really full on pretty much 95% of what I do is virtual. Um, but it, it depends on the client. So if somebody really just wants to focus on their style or their image, then we are just, we're walking through that phase. We're looking at, you know, what's working, what's not working in their current, current wardrobe. What do they want to look like? I create this vision, style vision for them, right? And I call it a style blueprint. Your styles, your colors, what are these things are going to help you showcase your personal brand, right? Visually. And then we look for those items. I shop them online. They have access to an online tool. They, I, they get access to be able to shop those items. And then we look at them together. I put the outfits together and this is their look. Um, but a lot of my clients, they want to do more, more, more because they're not just thinking about style. They're thinking about their business. So they mm -hmm. have to think about 
that as one piece, but then it's also, okay, well, now how are you going to use this as a tool to go out there and connect with your audience, connect with your, build a brand authority. Um, so now we have to look at your visual impression. How are you showing up on all your social media profiles, your photographs, um, your LinkedIn, your website, of course, um, all these places, are they consistent? And how are you showing up in a powerful way that connects everybody in this brand message that you're conveying, the visual piece, right? right. Um, and then it's really about becoming magnetic. So for some of my clients, it may be they want to do more speaking engagements. They want to do more workshops, webinars. Maybe they want to do more video content, right? So I help them with more than just the image piece. It's um, their behavior, their communication styles, um, all these pieces working together to help them build their reputation and their brand authority. Yeah. Is, do you ever get somebody, I mean, it sounds like you get into their headspace a little bit. Do you, do you also advise someone, you know, if you, if you lost 10 pounds, you, you know, it'd be good for your brand. Like, because in, in many ways, like health, the, the, the image of health has been equated now with success. Yeah. That's so good. I'm glad you asked that because I, um, a lot of my clients, that's what they say too. It's like, it's not just how I look, but I want to feel good inside out. Mm -hmm. So losing weight, a lot of people tell me that, oh, I want to lose that like 10, 15 pounds and they want to feel better. So I actually started adding that into my program. I have a 90 day program and I work, they work with my fitness coach and they get to do that. So while we're going on this journey, they're working with my coach and he's helping them lose the weight. So we're transforming somebody's full, you know, head to toe appearance. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a key word there, the transformation, it, but it, but it's also uncovering what's already there and bringing out what's already there. So yes, I'm imagining your, your, your network has to have these fitness coaches, uh, maybe some psychologists, uh, counselors, <laughs> um, you know, uh, yep. because it's, it's a holistic approach. It's like inside and out. It's not just um, mm -hmm. outside. So what, what's, um, what, what was some of the biggest challenge? I know you said you're, you're doing most of this virtual. Yeah. This, we're going on a year now. So mm -hmm. what, what are some of the challenges you had this year? And, and what, you know, what are you going to do differently going forward? Um, I, so one of my biggest challenges was how to pivot my business to be less about like the style and what you wear and more about how are you going to showcase yourself in this online world? Like style is one piece of it, but it's so much more than that. It's how are you going to stand out in a crowded marketplace when we're all online these days? So, you know, it's thinking about a more comprehensive look and feel as, as you're showing up in a different way, right? Because we're all working this way. And so it's like, how do you show up in your virtual networking? How are you showing up um, in your, in your, profiles how are you showing up in communicating what you do on your on these different platforms right so i had to think about that and create something that was more comprehensive than what i was doing before right mm -hmm. so pivoting in that way and then i really had to get people comfortable um especially for people who are used to working with me in person how are we going to now work online 100 <laughs> percent? what do they do do you tell them like back up so i yeah. can see your outfit like how do you do that yeah online? I give them instructions ahead of time. So I prep ahead of time. Here's what I need you to do to so set your uh, set yourself up, right? 
so that by the time we get on the call, you're ready to go. You're, we're, we're like, we're clear, you know, and focused, but it is, yeah, how to set up your, your computer, you know, make sure you have the lighting, make sure you're near the clothes, pull them out. Um, so we can actually look at them and it's, it's, you know, they can go change, you know, and I always say be somewhere that's easy for you to do a quick change in case, you know, you need to do that a couple of times. So yeah, it's just letting them be prepared mentally and literally um, with their computer and everything ahead of time. So they know this is what we're going to do together because I'm, and I'm not taking them to stores or anything, you know, mm -hmm. I'm shopping everything online. So I show them how to use that tool. It's very easy. Um, my clients have access to it. So I literally create these like virtual closets and shopping um, stores for each client. Mm -hmm. So they have access to their own um, app yeah. and they get in there and it's, it's very easy, honestly. It's just literally, I think a lot of people like the hands-on approach. So it's a little bit of, <laughs> you know, telling people like, we're still going to have an effective, um, you know, conversation. It's still going to get results, but it's just a little different than the way we did it before, but it still, it still works. Mm -hmm. Cool. I, I have so many questions, right? <laughs> so many. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I have questions, as they say. So, I, I, and they're going to kind of go all over the place. So, just hang with me. But I, I was with my trainer this morning. He's a lean guy. And, and so, uh, we were talking about he got a new equipment. I'll just tell you how we got this. And I'm going to mention some brands that we're not getting paid to advertise or anything like that. But, he got a new rower machine. And I said, you know, and I said, so what do you think about the mirror? Do you have any clients that have that? And he said, oh yeah, I do. And I said, yeah, they were bought by Lululemon. And what do you think of them? And, you know, we're just doing small talk. And he says that he, he, he was wearing a Lululemon like outfit essentially, cause he's lean and he felt like their clothes flatter his body type. Are brands important for you and your clients? Like when you're giving that style advice, I like, I personally like going to banana. I, mm -hmm. my size, I'm, I'm five, eight, you know, I'm a 40 short. So I kind of like that fit. Um, but is that a factor for you? Like brands, do you, do you direct certain brands to certain body types or certain clients depending on what their goals are? Yes. A hundred percent because okay. all my clients are very different. You know, they have different body types and I need to think about what brands are going to work best for them. So that's something I do. And they get that in their style blueprint, that, mm -hmm. that packet that okay. I put together for them. But yeah, it's always, it's always, okay, what's going to fit you best. I need to know mm -hmm. what their size is. So I ask all that ahead of time. Um, when in person, I used to do measurements, right. but okay. now I can't do so much of that, but it is really just making sure I see them. I, I can physically see their body type. And then also asking them a lot of questions about that because it's important. Every brand is, is different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I used to work for different brands. We'd have different fit models that we fit on. Right. And there, so these, these brands we're creating our, our fit based on this one human being and then <laughs> sizing it based on this guy. Right. And there's some popular fit models out there that a lot of brands use, but for the most part, we're creating it. Like when yeah. I worked at Calvin Klein, the fit was very different than the brand I worked at, you know, for Nautica and, and for Macy's. And so I know that for like, I know how brands fit and certain ones have a slimmer fit and certain brands have more of an American cut. And yeah. so it's important because to me, the number one problem I see guys have is they wear the wrong fit. Right. And that could solve a lot of, you know, basically why your clothes aren't working or doing yeah. you um, any good is really fit is number one. 
Yeah, the trend now, I mean, I look at some old pictures and my suits were all like super baggy. And yeah. now, now the trend is for a more fitted look. Mm-hmm. Do you see it swinging back? Are we going to ever go back to baggy again? Or is it hard to predict that? It's kind of hard to predict. I mean, trends go up and down. I doubt it, you know. Um, I, and, and to be honest, nobody's really wearing suits anymore either. I mean, yeah. even that's that's the wave of the future, right? So I think the biggest um, hurdle that a lot of men face is, okay, I know, I knew how to wear the suit, right? That's like my uniform and guys knew how to put that together. I don't know how to wear a look that's professional and comfortable and looks good and fits me well. And, and I can sit stretchy and it's all these things. And then they're like, ah, so I'll just wear something that's easy. And then they end up defaulting to something that's not that great looking, but yeah. I get it because maybe you just don't know. And it's a lot of things to think about. So that's right. my job is to really right. think about all those things and create yeah. a look, create looks that work for you. Yeah, I, I there is something to be said for that thinking piece because mm-hmm. I, I I tend to like the least I have to think about in the morning about what I'm going to wear, like the better. Like, so I'll admit I'll wear the same jeans for a few days, you know, um, I'll, I have certain jackets that I gravitate towards because I, depending on how I feel that day, I'll kind of know how it's going to be fit wise. Mm-hmm. Is it stretchy or not? But that that's a factor. And that's why you see like the, the stereotype of like Steve Jobs always with like a black turtleneck or like uh, yeah. Zuckerberg with a hoodie. And, and, and I've even read that some of these guys, they'll just, they just wear the same exact thing every day so that they don't have to think about, like, they don't want to have any mental real estate on what should I wear? Like, that's not even Mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah. It's like saving yourself. I used to say, I save you from decision fatigue because that's really what it is. It's just having those things set up ahead of time. So you don't have to think about it. All you have to do is look at what I put together for you and you go, Oh, okay. Boom. Uh, You know, I get it. I mean, even for me, I don't like to think about it yeah. and it's, it comes easy for me and I don't want to think about it. So I understand <laughs> guys are even more guys <laughs> like are worse. Exactly. Yes. And guys get all, when you mentioned the suit, it made me think like a guy can have, he can have one suit, but if he just mixes up the ties, you yes. know, it, it becomes like three, four five different suits just by changing your tie or your shirt. Tie yeah. or shirt. Yeah. Or even, you know, I used to see a lot of my clients that wore suits um, they they would be like, oh, okay, this is my suit and this is the shirt I wear with it. And I said, well, what about if you take that jacket and you mix it with this shirt and then these pants and then they go, oh, I never thought of doing that. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to just wear that together because you bought it that way. It's it's taking it apart. I'm all about versatility. Yeah. I think you don't need a lot of things to make different yeah. looks work, yeah. but it's really how to do that. And that's, I mean, I know how to do that, of course, because yeah. I work in the fashion industry. So you know, it now here's a, to me. here's a controversial topic. Um, okay. And, and this came up in that panel we did, and I want to get your take on it. Um, because you're you're talking about having people online and their brand image and what happens when you Google them. And I, I'm a big proponent for like using the same headshot on all these different platforms. Do you feel like as you develop a style blueprint for somebody that a a a, a client can have a look, a certain look on Twitter and a certain look on Facebook and a certain look on LinkedIn, or do you like kind of having some cohesiveness amongst the different platforms? I think it should, it should look current and like they all, I would say um, 
they look like you and, and they look currently at the same, how do you say it? Like visually, they all look like you are now. I think what the problem is, is that some people, some people put like this photo up on LinkedIn. And then if I Google them, I'm like, is this the same person? And then if I'm thinking that, cause I look, I don't know about you, but I look everybody up before I meet yeah. with them. <laughs> and so for me, I want to make sure that, you know, it, it's like a way for me to connect and get to know this person more. Um, and so if I, if there's inconsistency, that inconsistency is communicating, you know, to whoever's looking you up that, right. yeah, it, you know, you're not really caring and you don't really put much effort into looking relevant and, um, up to date. And I think that communicates a lot as a business owner. So yeah, yeah I, I think there should be consistency. I don't, I don't necessarily think it has to be the same exact photo, but as long as the photos all look relatively, you know, consistent, like even for me, I have a different one on LinkedIn than let's say Facebook um, and my Instagram, but they all look similar, you know, got like it. I just, the look of it is the same. Got it. Um... What what uh what what would be different in your advice to an entrepreneur, a business owner versus someone that's like an executive at say like uh, you know a, finan- a big financial firm or something like that? Yeah, I mean, and I've worked with both, I, but you know, the entrepreneurs and business owners, they have to think differently. They are the face of their brand, literally. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they need to be showing up as their brand. You know, they are more than their logo and their website, but it's them as well. And so are they communicating all these things as, hey, I'm the right person. I'm the go-to choice in what you're looking for, right? So they need to be thinking about using their brand visually as much as they are in all these other parts of their business. Um, so, you know, especially because I work with a lot of service-based um, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, speakers. So they really are literally the face of their brand. Um, but an executive, he, he needs to be thinking about how is he showing up and it's cause they're, I mean, especially in financial services, it's pretty conservative, right? Mm-hmm. But how are you showing up as a leader? Um, and this does go beyond the, the appearance piece, but it's like, how are you communicating yourself with confidence? How are you showing, Hey, I want to get to the next level. And so you're actually literally communicating that, you know, how are you showing up in meetings? You know, um, are you showing up, showing your boss, like I'm putting my best foot forward every day, or are you just looking like everybody else who's like, oh, we don't have to care about how we look, you know, these things communicate and the boss isn't going to always say it to you, but they're looking and they're paying attention to how you show up in all these different areas. So, um, yeah, it is a little bit different, I would say, but all of it's important in creating your brand. Yeah. Yeah, and I I, I stress that with my team as well. If, if you have, especially now, I think people have, I wouldn't say they've, they've uh, gotten comfortable, maybe that's not the right word, but because it's gone virtual, I feel like we need to remind people that even though it's virtual, if you're interfacing with the vice president of a company, and you're the director of digital or you're, you know, you run a certain, you know, if you're a department head at your firm and you're going to interface with the head of somebody else, you know, another firm, even if it's virtual, 
expect it's almost like respecting your position but also respecting the person you're dealing with that you don't just show up in a sweatshirt and your hair is not done because you're 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 dialing in from home like you still show up like I still feel like people need to get reminded like you still have to dress up for work even if you're not quote unquote in the office right I can't express it enough I can't express it enough look we it's now been a year almost right it's time it's time. Yeah. This is this is our reality at this right. point. We're not going backwards. So, you know, I, I also think there's two parts. There's one, what are you communicating and how are you being perceived by others? But also, how is it impacting yourself, mm-hmm. your mindset, your productivity, your mood? I have heard from multiple people that aren't even my clients um, that have said, thanks to you, I started dressing differently. And now I feel like I just tackle my day better. I feel more confident about myself. Like, I'm like, wow, it's literally just because I'm talking about it. Right. And they're in my circle. But to me, that, that says a lot that, you know, look, we got, we were comfortable. We know what's happening and all of us did it. Right. But now it's, it's time to step up. And more of the clients that come to me are saying the same thing. Like I'm tired. I don't want to feel blah anymore. I want to feel good. And the appearance piece is a huge factor in how we feel. So, um, and, and there is, there is something called enclosed cognition and it is something you could even look up. There's been many, many studies on this, the psychological how you, how effect. How do you, how do you, how do you, enclosed, E-N-C-L-O-T-H-E-D, enclosed cognition. Mm-hmm. And it is this basically the psychological state of what you wear and how it impacts how you feel. That's pretty much what it is. Um, and so it, it does make a difference. And, uh, and I think a lot of times we don't know what we don't know until we shift that. Right. And then we start wearing things that make us feel good. We're like, Oh my God, I feel so much better. You know, it's just like, I think of it as I wouldn't live and work in a messy, uh, apartment or a messy office or a messy home. It doesn't make us feel good when it's cluttered. So why would you dress that way? No, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think it's just um, the impression that you make. I, I mean, you've heard the old saying, like you dress for the job that you want, not the one you have. But I also just think that people have just gotten real comfortable. They've been in pajamas or they're not, they haven't been wearing shoes or they haven't been on their daily commute. But that doesn't mean that when you do have that meeting, even if it is virtual, I still I still feel like you've got to look the part you know you you've got an important mm-hmm. job the cl- client counts on you they've showed up and they look professional um so yeah because i because i i mean i think you'd agree that this medium is here to stay even if even if we do go back to the office i think people are still going to say you know what why don't we just do a zoom or why don't we just mm-hmm. do it virtually instead of me flying to california so it's gonna i think we're going to just have more of a hybrid going forward yes I agree. I I mean, that's what I've heard in my industry too. It is a hybrid and, you know, um, look like people, I think I said it earlier, people are not going to say to your face what they're thinking. So, but they're thinking it. And usually you'll know, because when you start to get compliments and people say positive things and you're like, Ooh, what did I look like before? (laughs) Then you realize that you're like, nobody said these things before. But I, I say that in a way that just hits home because I want people to realize like, it's really, that's what matters. It's not so much that, um, you know, everybody's doing what everybody's doing. It's 
the fact that people are thinking things and don't say it because we've been trained mm -hmm. to like not judge a book by its cover, not say, you know, the not nice things, but we just, it's human and we do judge and it does make a difference um, much more than we realize. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to switch gears a little. Um, the last time we spoke, you mentioned you'd done a ton of webinars this year. Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to be doing a talk soon on content marketing. I think it's such a huge part of personal branding. Can you just share from a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, your, your views on, on, cause it's a lot of work, you know, doing these things. Um, but why is it important and why is it part of, why do you feel it's part of building your personal brand? I think it's it's so important. It's one of it's been a game changer for me. I started speaking in 2019 as a part of my business, and 2020 with the pandemic, I I really just pivoted to do webinars, right? Because people were looking for interesting topics. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that it positions me as an expert at what I do. Mm -hmm. It positions me as a thought leader, as somebody that they're they're listening, right? I got all of their attention. And so they want to absorb that information. And, and I also feel for me, at least, and what I do, it, it's something that you have to hear for yourself. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's not something I can just maybe, I mean, I do create a lot of content, but I think it, sometimes you got to hear real examples and try to relate it to yourself. And personally, with what I do, it's much more effective in a speaking way. So a webinar, a talk, a masterclass. Um, and I, so I think it's really, really great because even if somebody doesn't convert to a client, you've now, I've now positioned myself as an expert that somewhere down the road, who knows, somebody came to my talk is going to be like, I know the person that you right. need to talk to, right? Because they heard me. And I think for a business owner, you gotta be doing it. It's, mm -hmm. it's so key in your business. And if you're not, you're missing out. Yeah. You're, you're preaching to the choir. I absolutely agree with that. Um, what's next for Tavia? What, what's, what, what are some of your goals for this year? I know you're looking to scale and hire some help. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm expanding. Um, and, you know, it's just a small team at, at the moment. But what I'm looking to do is to work with more businesses, to work with more teams, to do more trainings on different. Uh, I have a a, um, a signature program. I call it the profitable image formula. And so I'm really looking to help small teams, you know, that are people who are client facing, who have to now navigate this reality, create a personal brand and be impactful and influential in this world. Like I'm, I'm here to guide them. So I want to work with more businesses, um, of course, work with my one-on-one -on -one clients, but I'm really working with entrepreneurs and business owners because to me, um, there is so much opportunity and I want to be able to teach them how to really use it, you know, in this new reality. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the key thing is helping people, helping people be more successful using your gifts yeah. to help them do that. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about uh, how you're currently seeking out clients or how clients can find you. Maybe, you know, as we close, share a little bit about, um, your platforms and, and, you know, where, where you tend to most hang out at so people can, so I can make sure our listeners find you after this show. Yes. Okay. You can find me on LinkedIn, 
Facebook, Instagram, and I'm just starting Clubhouse. So I'm I'm new on there still, but I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> I feel like that's I, like we the could new do a whole thing. Talk, uh, we could talk. We could we yes. could do a whole thing on Clubhouse because I I joined it. Do it. And and then I uh, <laughs> just muted all the notifications because all I heard was like people just talking and. I mean, but you can like listen in on some like celebrity conversations and thought leader conversations. So I'm a complete yes. rookie, but yeah. maybe, maybe we'll meet up in there at some point. Let's do it because it's definitely the new thing. Right. And I think it's huge for, especially for people who want to be thought leaders and experts in, in their industry and really put themselves out there. It is a game changer. Um, so I'm, I'm on there now. Um, you can find me at Tavia Sharp or um instagram and facebook i'm styled sharp that's my business s-t-y-l-e-d-s-h-a-r-p and my website is styledsharp.com and yeah i'm just looking for um to work with more entrepreneurs business owners especially those who are service-based ceos and professionals and um if you want to have a zero pressure call contact me um we can set that up and learn more about how I can help you. Excellent. Excellent. This has been a great show. Um, certainly know that I, I even, even I could use a few tips on, on looking sharp and I, and I just love your name and how it ties in. I just, I just can't get over that. Uh, <laughs> <it's awesome. laughs> I was born for it. <laughs> you were born for it. You're, you're living in your purpose. Absolutely. A hundred percent living my purpose. Isn't that cool? Like when you could say that, I literally like my name, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I think it's very cool. And that's why I love working with entrepreneurs because yeah. that's what I want. Impact driven, purpose driven entrepreneurs. That's, that's my, my jam. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being on our show. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. We'll do it again. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Mission Control. Until next time, this is Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design, and we launch brands. Thank you for taking this journey with us. To learn more about Peralta Design and our work, go to www.peraltadesign.com and subscribe to keep up with the crew. 